Loving Beyond the I Do podcast is produced and sponsored by LegendaryRelationship.com. All things marriage, all the time. Hi, guys, and welcome back to episode number 27, Complicated Relationships 101. And this week is part two. We are picking up where the conversation left off last week. So enjoy part two. We're shaking things up this week. We have 10 single guests talking about love, relationships, and marriage from their point of view. These young individuals are here to express how they feel about marriage, relationships, and love from a single perspective. This was very insightful, but I have to let you know, it gets real busy. It's 12 of us in this conversation, so you're going to have to try to keep up. It's a lot going on, but I think you're going to get a lot from it. They have some real good perspectives. But like I said, it is 12 people talking. Let's go ahead and introduce all of our guests. On the ladies' side, we have Keitsa Scott, Brittany Franklin, Imani Brown, Maya Franklin, Lanisha Lightning, Danae Lightning. On the men's side, we have Jason Scott II, Chris Johnson, Jeremy Scott, and Armani Humbert. So I can't wait to get into it. You guys are going to enjoy. Cue the music. Welcome to Loving Beyond the I Do Podcast. This power couple is building stronger marriages one day at a time. Talking about real issues on love, relationships, and marriage longevity. Let's break down the barriers and engage in healthy conversation with your hosts, Jason and Tina Marie. Take a seat and buckle up because things are about to get real. Hey, hey, welcome to the show. Welcome to the show. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome to Loving Beyond the I Do podcast. So then you spend the $200 hoping that it turns into that. And then if you don't, then you feel some kind of way. How about time? It's an investment. You can't generalize people who are literally telling you what we just said. Like, come on, bro. Nah, bro. I'm not not expecting sex after our first date. I'm not expecting it. Like, when it happens, it happens. I I know. I think, no, that's really really just how Jeremy is, though. You got to deal with a whole bunch of people's, you know, personalities and sometimes that. You feel me? Like, all of that. And you got to keep up with all your lives. That's how you end up hurting people. Yeah. That's like you, like when you play the field, you're you're playing with people's emotions in, 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 in a sense. And yeah. yourself, you end up getting burnt and then it's like, why did I play the field? It was stupid. That's overrated. I'm listening to everybody. I, I think I know why our generation really isn't doing too well. As far as relationships, it's a lot of people who, I'm gonna tie it all back. So the reason why we move too fast, right? The reason why we move too fast is because we have these people who are also, who are learning all these love languages and all these things like that. But then we have, you know, we're getting with people who are not mature enough to even seek that information. So then it it becomes a very confusing notion because it's like you have one person knowing what they want then you have a person who doesn't even know anything about love in a sense. And so, and they probably never experienced anything. So guess what? Now it's a clash. But then once they get out of that relationship, now it's like, okay, what did I just mess up on so then you might have these people who are constantly trying to find love got, got these other people who are literally like okay that was a lesson let me go ahead do some self-value right and then you just they keep coming back we started out early as far as everybody learning about you know what we need to to have a great relationship 
you know, and, and learning love languages. As you guys said, you know, it took y'all 20 years. Y'all never heard about it. But we have, it's literally our whole generation we've been hearing about. It. You have those people. It's just coming back to nobody's on the same page as far as what they need to offer, what they need to have, you know, as far as themselves to bring it to a relationship because it's so many different angles, so many different perspectives. And once those two people who me, who have everything on the same page, whether it is, okay, they've been looking for that specific person and they actually found them, that's where you get all the social media hype because these are probably people who have dealt with all of that. But we always see the result, the, the, the background where the, you know, the past relationships and everything. And so that's where all of the people who haven't even dealt with anything get those okay, well, this is what I need to expect in a relationship. And they never dealt with anything. So I feel like it's just a constant cycle. It's conflicting. It's too much. It's like some people are getting a bunch of information. Some people are not getting any information. Some people are reading, knowing what they want. Some people don't even care what they want right now. They're just trying to be out there. And you have people who, again, like going back to, they don't want better. They don't want more for their life. They're not even comfortable going to reach and get that information. They don't even want to address the fact that they're not in a position of, of growth or they're not even trying to get in a position of growth. And to me, that's unequally yoked. Like if you're not at least in a mindset of growth and project like trajectory towards something better, what do you do with that? How do you, you can't really, you you can't make people conform if you will. No, so you what can't. you do is really to flow in and out of what, what, you know, what aligns and what doesn't. We've talked about self-love. We've talked about learning and understanding. We've talked about background and past hurts and baggage. Why do you think you don't have that relationship? What do you think is the disconnect from you wanting it and not having it? I feel like people are scared now. Come on, you. Uh, me, personally? Me, personally, I think I'm well, not. Right now, I don't have time for a relationship. I, I, like, I don't have a social life. Like, uh, it, it, no, I can't do it right yeah. now. Okay. Right now, I, I can't. You can't it's not both? I think there's, there's yeah. A- no, you can't have both, you but are. until until I can find that balance, until I can get yeah, you know my my business or what I'm doing right now to a place where I can balance that mm-hmm. and then take time away from that to actually build a relationship and build something. Until I can do that, it's like I, I can't. That's the I disconnect. Really, that's that's disconnect. Men yeah. gotta wait till they're established, and women want you know forward thinking. That's the disconnect. It's, it's like, not even established. It's just like I'm focused on this. Like I'm but right. no, it just comes from the pressures, and not just you. Like what they said in the chat, you know, he got. I want my men to have some money. You feel me? So it's like now he got to play the you know the money game type of stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like, what is the money game? Though? Like, what is the money game? What does that look like to you? Game. More so like. It's more so like, okay, so you wouldn't, you're not dating a broke guy. But why is that considered the money game, though? Like, what's wrong with, oh. what's wrong with not wanting to? Oh, no, 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 I'm not, I'm not saying what's wrong with standards? Wrong with it? No, there's nothing wrong with it. I'm not saying there's nothing wrong with it, but that is that's you gotta wait. Like, we, we don't want a broke female. It's a process. <laughs> it's a process, and when when you get in that process out the but, out but, the mud, but when you're really going through that process. You don't. If you're not really wanting to commit time, because the relationship takes a lot of time and effort, you know, like if you're not willing to commit that time towards it, then you're not, not going to be there for the relationship. I feel like in order for me to actually be in a relationship or build a relationship right now, she would have to be doing what I'm doing or like be on the same nice. frequency. If not, I cannot have a conversation with you. We're on two different nice. levels right now. I got so, you. I got no. you. Yeah. I feel like and me, that's the me, thing. You're talking to. To, to somebody that's not building something for themselves right now. It's like, we're like, no. It's, it's, right, it's like Brittany said. But that's, 
But that's part of like where Brittany said, evenly yoked. But not only that, it's about compatibility, knowing what they want and you knowing what you want. And that's how you attract mm-hmm. it to you. So you can Absolutely. have a relationship right now that's successful that really, mm-hmm. you know, doesn't require any more work than what you're doing right now. Right. Because mm-hmm. if, if you're focused and guided and you meet someone who's focused and guided, you don't, they're not going to need 100% right. of your time because they're focused mm-hmm. and guided. And it's always yeah, nice I, to I, have I, I'm, guess I'm talking about like majority of women aren't that though. Uh, women. It's basically an excuse. Because like Jeremy said, he don't have no time. You're like, yeah, you do have no, no time. No, no, no. So I'm not like, saying it's an excuse. What I'm saying is he's saying he doesn't have a relationship right now because he doesn't have time. But as we're listening to the panelists, what we're realizing is that it's not about time. It's about like correcting myself on that. Okay. okay. So I was just answering I Jason's I question. I don't have time to talk to somebody that isn't. But don't to... close yourself off saying, I'm not going to. Oh, not, I'm not. I'm, right. I'm yeah. Not Go ahead, so, Chris. Yeah. No, no. I was just going to piggyback off what you just said. So uh, I, I, I think that's like Jeremy, like for me. Like I said earlier, I'm just not going to put myself in a position where I'm not able to fully commit to that person, knowing just because I'm focused on something else. But at the same time, you can't control who who comes to you. Right. right. You can't control who comes to talk to you, wants mm-hmm. to do something with you. But that's where the communication comes into play, where you'll be like, OK, hey, this is where I'm headed. This is what I'm trying to do. If Absolutely. you're not trying to do that, then, hey, make your own decision on it. Right. Right. I got a question about the money game. Is it trying to present yourself in a different light as far as I have more money than what I actually have? Are you trying to spend a a ton of money to impress somebody? Is that what that is? That that helps men's like confidence. You feel me? Started out, it's definitely to impress. But then after a while, and you got to be careful with that because with relationships, there's a precedent. How people are brought into a relationship is how they expect the rest of the relationship. Absolutely. You coming in. You know, being extravagant, they gonna expect that type of lifestyle. Right. And, Knowing that the type of lifestyle and that I you think, want to live, the type of lifestyle that you envisioning for your kids, your wife, and stuff like that, you want to get to that level before you even start thinking about okay, now, now it's time to check with me. Now, it's, you have everything before you meet. Absolutely, like, exactly. Absolutely. And and I, I was gonna say, and I, again, that goes back to, to the, the young generation about their perception of what they need. A relationship only needs two people to succeed, period. You need two people that are willing to do what needs to be done to make this relationship successful. And when you have that, you're going to move forward. Yeah. You're going to be successful. You think, if you guys are both on the same path with the same goals, going in the same direction, the relationship is going to work. I think you're putting too many other things into the mix, and that's why relationships aren't working. I think it goes back, though, to the foundation and the background because millennials or Generation X is whatever we want to call ourselves. We were raised (laughs) not to depend on, you know, our partners, unlike our parents, our grandparents, our great grandparents. Right. They got married younger. They built families. But (laughs) my mother taught me you have to go to school and get your education and build your own career and establish yourself for yourself. You cannot rely on a man. She also taught me, though. Yeah, you should have children, have a husband, have a family. But the emphasis and like, I, I would like to say that I, I consider myself at least now, I have a little bit of relationship paralysis. I've seen so many failed relationships. Mm-hmm. I look in the media, I've been through a failed relationship that I know how much is involved in that. In that and like, I don't want to put myself through that. So and yeah, I'm hesitant. I'm not so quick to jump into something with somebody. So I, you know, I recognize that about myself. I know that when I release myself from all that, then I will be ready for a healthy nurturing relationship. But I think a part of it is because I was raised with this idea that, you know, you are a black woman, you have to do for yourself, you have to educate yourself. You don't need a man. 
can I ask something like to accompany that? So like me and my mom have that conversation all the time. Like, why aren't you quote unquote in a relationship? You know, what's the problem? And I was like, I think there's this disconnect that women are independent and we can do for ourselves which is completely different from the shift. That there's this disconnect of how men, I'm not gonna say can fit into our lives, but it's like, there's this understanding that we are independent. We kind of have everything and we don't need to be provided for. And I don't think that where we want to be, like we want to be provided for, we want to be taken care of, but we also have our own. And I think men are trying to fit into this, this space of what do we do and how do we show that? Because it used to be, they were the breadwinners. They were the, this, they were the ones who, you know, provided and women were the ones to accompany them. But now it's like, how do we do this as a partnership? So that we're both bringing money, bringing in values, emotional, emotional awareness. And it's like, well, what's the, the, the fit? Because, you know, be submissive or less than in a sense. And like, well, I have my own, but I still need you for the other thing. But if, if that money thing or that independence scares them, it'd be like, well, I'm just not going to participate. Or I don't feel as though I am equally yoked. Maybe I'll go with that. I feel like we're forcing a lot. I've seen a lot of both people happy together. I think our generation is so, so focused on ourselves and trying to make sure that we're not in a situation that is going to affect our children. But I feel like as a relationship standpoint, money, all of this extra stuff that we're putting on it is is literally hindering what we can have as far as true love. Because you I was just about to say that, that. Who, you know, you know, that our true love doesn't come with force. It is literally it meshes. Right. So if you have somebody who is doing the same thing as you, you are going to be aligned and everything will be happy. Even if y'all are working together to get up to where you're supposed to go, at least y'all know y'all can fit together. It's the same thing. And I keep talking about the friendship because it's like if you don't have a strong foundation anywhere, it is going to affect exactly you know what's going on with your partner. So money, I always talk about is hey, if if money has always been an issue then something else is deeper because I actually seen that with my parents. My parents actually split last January. And looking from that, the your ground up as a child, I thought everything was perfectly fine, mm-hmm. right? But I did notice pieces of financial issue. And ultimately, that is the reason why they split, right? And I'm sitting back, I'm like, okay, well, that is what really broke it off. But it's, it was way deeper than that. Right. It led to communication. It right. led to not having things set when they were far long before I was even thought of. Right. Right. And it kind of affected when real issues came along. So. And I think that the times that we early on, I didn't I didn't have any money. I mean, I was working a part time job and you got money now. Where's it at? And I don't have any money now. <laughs> give it to the whole family. He, he owned back, guys. Go ahead. So, I mean, I really didn't have any money. And <laughs> early on, this this is a funny story. Early on, I didn't have many pairs of shoes. We were married and, and we were young. The kids, I think, were small. And we only had, wait, we only had Jason, I think. I think we only had Jason. We were struggling, right? <laughs> and <laughs> <clears throat> so I'm I had sorry, a pair guys. of shoes and, and, and I worked in and I worked in the field and I hated when it rained because I had holes in my shoes. <laughs> so, 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 I remember that pops. Yep. Built character. You know, we made a joke out of it. Yeah, you know, it was, it. It, it was funny. It was. Uh, 
I can laugh about it now, but I can tell right. you when it rained, it wasn't funny. Right. Okay? So he only had one pair of shoes. Right. And he would say, <laughs> I'd be like, Jason, one day we're going to laugh about this. Right. I and mean, I we like, literally I, I, I could like not. I'd be glad when that day comes because right now it's embarrassing. But, I'm in the <laughs> office fixing someone's equipment and I get down on my knee. I'm like, oh my God, I got a hole in my shoe. So I got to squat down. You know, so, so all these different things. But there's a reason, there's a story behind that. Right. Because so, when we got married, he, he didn't like his job. Right. And I said, baby, you know what? I want to quit. She said, well, quit. I'm like, okay. Then I quit. <laughs> so, so, you know what I'm saying? So so it wouldn't have right. had things all planned right, out. Right. So what, what happens when you quit a job and you got a family? You suffer. And, and you struggle and you build something. And that's what brought us closer together. But we did it together. So but it, it also could have been a turning point in our relationship. True. Which yeah, means exactly. that if, if right. he quit. And now we're struggling financially and we're struggling over money. Now we can start arguing. Now our communication can break off. But that's and I was go ahead. Or you can start talking about if he didn't quit. And now they start talking about, you know, he's not liking his job. Right. And now I'm not liking home because because I really want to quit. and And that's what I mean by. You can be in a relationship, and if you're aligned and you're going in the same direction and you're on the same path, then it doesn't matter what the obstacles are. Yeah, y'all got to have the same vision. Exactly. Exactly. It complicates things. Like, if you have too much money, if somebody's making too much money than the other, then, you know, that, that person I don't think, that no, no, is no, no, only I don't, pride. That, that's, that's what that is. That's pride. As far as the men goes. It's pride because money, money, money is just another too. thing. Right. Money but, is just a tool. And you, money is a big issue, though. No, no, no. no, no, no. It's money only is a big an issue if you make it. If you make it an and issue. You can, and a lot of people and, making an issue. And you can't throw it up in someone's people, face. Pierce agrees with me, man. Right. Pierce, Pierce is right. <laughs> if I'm the one, say if say if Tina's making all the money, right, and I'm not right. making a dime. And she's mm-hmm. coming home saying that everything is hers. Well, you can't do this because I have to pay for it. This, that, and the other. So that's belittling. But if yeah. everything is about us, it's not a big deal. Well, baby, we could do this, but we might have to watch our spending because, you know, we don't have that much coming in. It's that's all a different how you type approach of, issues. Right. But I, and it's all about the authenticity and being able to communicate and, and be vulnerable to say, hey, exactly. right. I, don't, I can't take care of this. I don't have it. We may need to think of a new solution. Right. But it but can't be an issue, though. It can't be an issue in a relationship, which means that if you're going into a relationship, if you all are going automatically into relationships and money is a question, does he have money to do this? Does he have money to do that? Is money really what you want your relationship based on? That's what I'm trying For to get at. You guys, no, no, no. No, money. They dropped in. Say that. that was me. I didn't always tell me that y'all have the power to, to go on these dates and create the dates that y'all want. We don't ask y'all to take us to these fine restaurants. I mean, it's nice, but if we go to the park and play cards or go to get coffee, that don't cost nothing, and we're getting to know each other. It's like if you vibing out with that person, it really doesn't matter what y'all do. Right, that person before you take like, that extra step to actually exactly. like go. It is the whole step before dating. That means like, no less knowledge. They want to also. There's a there's a pre talking to the dating, which is actually also complicates things. It's like before I take you out, we're going through the whole texting thing. So give me some nuggets with your relationship. What do you mm-hmm. think we can tell other people about relationships that is being lost? Well, give me some information, I some think, knowledge. Um, one of the things that girls around my age should hear more is that in relationships, we shouldn't focus on so much what to do to please the man. I think that's something that 
I guess you it's something that we're brought up with, just generational things. It's not mm-hmm. like our parents did anything wrong. They was just showing us or teaching us what they know. Mm-hmm. But it's not really about what the man wants or like we shouldn't drive ourselves crazy on trying to please him, but more so trying to find the balance of how we both can be happy and how like the woman can be happy and secure and the man can be happy and secure together. Not necessarily one needs to please the other more. Or, okay. What I'm saying. Anybody else want to piggyback on that? Nobody gets to that point unless you have, you know, failures of like relationships. You feel what I'm saying? Like you're not gonna go into any relationship saying, Yes, I want this, this, blah, blah, blah. You feel me? So you're going, you're going to have to fail. Just like just like with business or, or success, period. It's like you fail your way to success, you fail your way to a successful relationship. So these pitfalls. And these failures are going to happen. It's a part of the process. You have to trust the process. Learn from those mistakes. And if you don't, then you're going to experience the same thing over and over and over again. Or settle for less. Or settle, or settle for, for less. less right. so. What can we do to help relationships in your generation? Start realizing, start understanding to help relationships at least have a chance. Stop being childish. Be open. Communicate. Mm-hmm. Don't be so yeah. childish. <laughs> don't be so about yourself. Listen to understand. Don't listen to respond. That too. That's a nugget right there. We're comfortable with independency. I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> yeah, I was saying um, we're comfortable with independency, but I think that's because we we have so many different avenues now compared to the older generation. Yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. to be successful because we're all looking to be successful. I, I feel like we're more inclined to get to those avenues first before we accept a relationship. But if we're actually to, to get to more relationships, you know, to, to get more love in our generation, I feel like we just got to be more willing to, to be open, more willing to communicate everything like together instead of just focusing on ourselves. And then you know, when you got people who are probably on, on the same focus, they're just scared. It's a lot of fear. It is. Oh. And it's the fear of just getting hurt. Yeah. Or, or the fear of uh, giving your all and not getting it back from somebody else. How do you move forward from past baggage, past hurts? How do you just start the next relationship fresh? Right. How do you start a I new? I feel like don't move on. Well, don't get into something new until you literally know that you're ready for something. Yeah. Because it's been times with myself, I get into a relationship knowing that I'm not ready. Like, even after I told this person, like, I'm dealing with this, I'm dealing with that, or I'm not ready, and then somehow, someway, we in a relationship. And I'm still, I still got the same mindset. So, literally, if you're not ready, don't take that step. And I know it's, like, easier said than done, but, like, if you're not in that mind space, if you're not ready for a relationship, don't get in it. Do you think that you're getting into those relationships because you're actually attracting that person to you? So you're not you're cause because if you said don't get into a relationship and, and if you're not ready, maybe you're thinking that a relationship can help you heal that some way subconsciously because we're really drawing to us what we want. Do you think that you're looking outside of yourself really to help solve that problem instead of look, looking inside of yourself to solve that problem? Mm-hmm. Because you're not going to attract the guy to you if you're not ready to be mm-hmm. in a relationship. I think that we go into spaces knowing that we are feeling void. Like, it may not be called that, but it's like, I don't want to be alone. I don't want to be, you know, by myself. I want companionship. And in order to get that, you have to engage. Mm -hmm. And when you engage and you're not ready, it ultimately turns into something that you're not essentially ready for. But you were doing it to fill a void and not knowing that that's what it was, I think, personally. That's so true. Do you guys think you overthink relationships? I like life in general is simple. Relationships is simple. Business is simple. Success is simple. Everything is so simple, but we just complicated as humans, bro. We overthink things. And it was like, we 
like uh, just fear, fear like yeah. greed. Yeah, we like, put up all the roadblocks. Yeah, we yeah, create yeah, all exactly. the stumbling blocks. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Everything is pretty simple. Everything's over really simple. I mean, I think the fear also comes with the insecurities that you know that you have. You know, if you're insecure about something and you don't want to talk about it or reveal it to people, that's where that comes from as well. Because you're scared that person gonna find out that you not who you portraying to be, or not even portraying to be, but like on the inside, you want to be that person, or you know maybe you didn't grow up, you know, communicative or whatever the case may be, and you're trying to hide or compensate for it and you just can't because in reactual in actuality that's not who you are with that vulnerability and everything so do you think that one thing in that your generation you guys can start doing in relationships is to one stop calling in and i'm in a relationship but then the first time you meet someone start to get that know that person i think you guys have skipped that step like really getting to just being a friend yeah, not through text like, and not through social media. <laughs> nah, I don't. Nah, see, nah, nah, see, you do the whole friend yeah. thing. That's that's another. That's a whole another can of worms. Yeah. No, no one, no one's, no one's going out looking for friends. That's probably what we need. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> saying that's what I'm saying. I think and show yourself. Right, right, that's, and that's that's what I mean by not expecting anything. Like when y'all first get together it's like you're not expecting a relationship you're not expecting the friendship if it grows to the friendship then that's cool but if it grows past that then beautiful if not okay right. Be the outcome. when you're in the friend zone mm. you're watching this person date person after person after person after person and you're watching your partner be with other people and it's like you know that's a lot to kind no, of suck that up no yeah, no no when i I'm say to take the next level what you say Armani? you gotta leave that up to god like literally that's probably the reason why you're not with that person right then because they gotta go through all those past those relationships mm. bosses to get to to being right for you <laughs> I, i'm just saying like I, that's the way i'm thinking right but now when, all my relationship started but, but, but what i was saying we're not gonna talk about your other relationships like i care for you can we put up that boundary and be like, we can talk in general, but I don't need to know when you go sleep with somebody or if you going to, I don't need to know that. Or, we can have respect for each other. Or what I'm saying, when I say friendship, Jason, I mean like you meet someone and the intention is you're interested in them. They're interested in you, but just take it as a friendship, friendship. first. I'm not saying them I go can out. Say, I can say personally for me, I've never done that. I've never like had that intention. Like it's either like, I meet you, my attention is like, oh, we cool. And then we like, and then all my relationships started as we was cool at first. Okay. I've never had a relationship where like I go into somebody, I meet them. I'm like, you know what? Let's be friends. No, like, no, 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 Jason. No, what I'm saying no. is I'm saying you're interested in the person. You're interested in her. She's interested in you. Right. That's what I'm saying. I'm interested. Let's be friends. Like, right. No, no, no. I'm saying we're interested. Let's start to get to know each other. So that yeah, we can no, build I'm a friendship with our relationship. That's right. what I'm saying. Yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, that's still, what I'm that saying. No, I'm not saying like let's friendship. be friends. No, no, no. That's not what I'm, I'm saying. saying. Right. But that Basically, taking it slow though. It, oh, as in, like I'm not saying. rushing it to stuff. Not saying I, I want this. Like this, these are mine. Like this is what I want. <laughs> I understand that, but then you get the whole. Okay, so like all my relationships, I've known them like months before we even got on that level to like liking each other. Okay. Like I, yeah, like okay. every one of them. You feel me? So it's like. So it's like when I do that, when you when you say, you know what, let's take it slow. How slow is too slow? How slow is too fast? No, no, no. Like how, right. how long is the how long is the getting to know phase? When you- Speaking particularly about you, all of your relationships, you're saying were friends first. You knew them first, right? You knew them as a friend. Well, it was solid. 
Right. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. So you didn't have to go through that. You, you didn't, didn't have go to go through the world that like it was love You knew who they sight. were. Like it was just attraction. I'm getting. saying we, you go out like the people who are on here, you go out, you're at the store, you meet someone. They're attracted to you. You're attracted to them. It's, it's a good connection. What I'm saying is instead of men thinking, okay, how soon can I get her in bed? And women thinking, how long can I hold on to him? Is this going to be my husband? Let's just start taking the moment for the moment. Let's start to get to know each other on a more personal level. Let's take the time to really get to know that person. Let's talk. Let's have conversations. Do you think that can help relationships a little better? Let me know you. Let me know who you are so I know if you're the person for me, then we can keep moving forward. I agree with that. I mean, what that does is that puts the power in the other person's hands. So it's like, okay, cool. It's like, you know, let's get to know each other. And then it's like, they can control how much you get to know them at what pace. And if that pace is not comfortable with you, then you're wasting your time. And that's where it's like, it it doesn't work. Like what you're saying. I think you're overthinking it, it, Jason. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying you both going into the room. I feel like you go in and say, you know, I want to try and get to know you and blah, blah, blah. I don't think you have to say it. I don't necessarily think you have to. I but just say go in there and then just just vibe out and then whatever happens, happens type thing. That's that's that's, that's more of my flow. That's what that's, that's that's exactly what I'm saying, Jeremy. <laughs> oh, that, that's what I'm saying. Like she went Hollywood. So you don't have to label <laughs> like you meet a, you have a whole bunch of coworkers, a whole bunch of people who are in the same business as you that you meet. You will never say, okay, you're just my friend like that. Right. That's not what I'm saying, but it's, it's going to be like, it's a friendship. It's, you know them. It's not an acquaintance. This is somebody you talk to on a personal basis almost mm-hmm. every day, right? But it's not a relationship either, right. right? This is just somebody you're communicating with, but it's considered a friendship. But we're we're so scared of the word friendship and got PTSD from past friend zones. It's just like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious. It's right. right. I agree with that. We're not comfortable with saying, okay, you know what? This is a friendship right now. We don't have to say it to each other, right. but it is. Now, I feel like all of that is just complicating things. Exactly. You know, like, exactly. Said, we just forget everything that happened in the past. Forget about what's going to happen in the future. Just live in the moment, live in the present, and then whatever happens, happens. You can't put a time frame on it, and I think people like to do so. If you feel like your time exactly. is... Exactly. That's what I'm saying. But if you feel like that and you have expectations that this is going to turn exactly. into war, that's what I feel like you'll just know just based off you'll have you have the societal pressures of timelines. Yeah. But when you have your attention in too many baskets, you're not giving yourself the opportunity to connect with one person. Let him know that. Like when you're talking to too many people, you're like, oh, I don't know why I'm in a relationship, bro. I I, I just can't do it. You can't do it because you're not taking that leap of faith. That's draining too. You can't do it because you haven't committed. You haven't decided that you're ready to go all in with this one person to see if it works. And be That's open why. about that. Say there are things that I don't see in you that I would want to be in a relationship with you. And, yeah. and I would like to keep this as a friendship. Point blank, period. So that is very mm-hmm. clear. You know, I, I like being around you. We cool. But I'm not seeing husband like relationship like thing. I mean, you don't say right, that because right, right. yeah. fragile. It, but you know, you have to be real with yourself and be like, "It's some things that I exact things out of you. I'm getting to know you, or am I really just trying to get to know you?" But, that but, but, but this is the thing. So back in my day, we didn't complicate things like that. So when I met Jason, I met him as a friend, of course, and just by talking to him, I said, "Wow, the qualities I see in him, I know he would be a good husband." I know he would be a good father. I know he would be a good man. I'm talking about the qualities you see. Now, I met other people and I said, yep, that's a one night date. The qualities that you see, you know what you want. You know what your standards are. We care what other people think. 
I can't have my relationship looking at what society says, how he should treat me. I'm going to have my relationship that allows him to be him and allows me to be me. Stop building relationships thinking about what you think a relationship should be. Mm -hmm. I I paint the walls. He plants the flowers. Psychologically, it could mess with you because coming in, Tina goes, you can't do this? And I'm like, no, what I can't. Man, what man can't right, What man can't? Well, hell, I can't because <laughs> I never had to. Hmm? No, I was just saying it being okay with saying, like, I don't know. Right, because I didn't. I mean, what, what else can I say? He tell me, Brittany, I went in the room. Right. I was like, <laughs> and I was like, what the hell? So, I mean, the proof is in the pudding, right? right? And I, but in my mind, I'm thinking he knew exactly. how to paint. And so when I saw that he couldn't, I didn't ask him again. I said, don't worry about it, baby. Mm-hmm. I'll paint the walls. No, yeah. I'll paint the room. You just, you just put- I think the difference is at least he tried. Right. Yeah. yeah. And, and and that's what I'm saying. I didn't make it an issue. And you were willing to compromise. And that comes from background. That comes from understanding his background. He didn't have to. He lived in an apartment. They He never had to paint walls. I came from a home where my dad wasn't there. Four girls. And we all had to paint. I know how to put up drywall. I know how to paint. I know how to put together a sink. And I thought it was normal. So it comes from a background. We have to understand our mate's background. So I can't be upset or be mad. And that's what we're doing in relationships. We're putting our expectations and what we want onto our mate. And when they can't do it, we're upset that the relationship has failed. It's not the relationship. It's understanding people, their capabilities. And that means that, okay, you're working towards it. We have to be going the same place. You have to make money. If, if you have the qualities that I'm looking for in a man, then I'm not worried about the fact because one day I know you're going to be making money. You see what I'm saying? So do you, so me as a woman, I can, I can accept that, but does the man feel as though they are? It all depends on you and him and how you all interact. How do we as women make men feel about the fact that maybe they're not making the same amount of money that you're making or they're not established yet. I'm not saying get a guy who's a bum and has no aspirations and is not going anywhere. That is definitely not what I'm saying because I'm saying we all have to have standards, right? We all have standards and and we know what we want in a mate, but it doesn't mean our mate has to come fully equipped right now. So then until we find the person who does meet those things, what would you say for differentiating views, I would say. So I know you dated other people before you chose Jason or he chose you. Mm -hmm. What were some of the deciding factors? Was it just, hey, these are my boundaries. These are my standards. He meet those boxes. Other people didn't. I didn't complicate things. Jason and I were friends first. Jason was in the friend zone. For a minute. How long is a minute? She went off to school a minute. So she went and did her college thing. And, then and it, I went and did my street uh, thing. And then when I came back, we established a friendship. We hung out with each other every single day. But we were just in the friend zone. Yeah. And that gave us an opportunity to get to know each other on a real personal level. And be like, okay, cool. Let's both be interested and let's be friends. Like, no, I was going off to school. So right. I wasn't looking for any attachments. As I mean, friend. that's just a relationship we had. I would rather be with her and have engaging conversation and just yeah. talk to her versus being with this other person. So you, you knew right away where your priorities were. Like, what are you looking for? What are men and women actually looking for? And then what are you attracting to you? If you know right off the bat that this is not somebody who's in your category or your standards or what you're looking for, don't even entertain the thought. You took the time and went to school to invest into your careers and your area of study, but nobody takes the time to 
look into and read about relationships in terms of understanding relationships and books and seminars and stuff that can actually help you in your relationship. We need to talk more about that. Oh, well, we will. As we're closing this out, I'm trying to establish what is going wrong in relationships in your generation and how can we start to help fix them? Everybody out there is talking about relationships, not having them. They're too complicated. Are we overthinking them? The key is just being open and vulnerable. That's I say start with that. So like communicating, telling your intentions, whatever telling your intentions up front. If you want to start off as being friends, meaning take in my opinion, taking it slow or let it build up instead of just rushing to things because that happens. Just tell, say what you want up front. I think it's important to understand to take the time to like get out of your own head and like remove your own preconceived no- notions and just try to understand the person like where they're coming from. Being yourself, like you have to be yourself to even meet somebody who's also to even be in place to to be in a relationship because you can't you know go into it as somebody else. That's true. Mm-hmm. You have to be you. you. I, I'm still sticking with my don't gaslight people. No more gaslighting this decade. It, it has really been a pleasure of talking to you, all of you guys. It has. I, I've learned a lot. I really wish that I, we could have continued this conversation because I know there's more. But I really appreciate your openness and uh, your vulnerability in speaking in this conversation. So I want to say thank you. Yeah, I want to say thank you, too. Thank you so much for taking this time and speaking with us. Brittany, I am also a stylist. Um, you can find me on Instagram at bfrank underscore af. So B-E-F-R-A-N-K underscore af. Um, and I also buy and sell vintage clothing and accessories. All right. How doing, Armani? I have a photography, videography business, A Money Photography. You can catch my business on either the website, on Facebook, or on Instagram at amoneyphotography.com or IG is A Money Photography. And also, I have my financial business with my personal Instagram page, The Chairman Exchange. Okay. I am Jason Scott. I do help people essentially achieve what it is they want. They come with me with problems, and I am a professional problem solver. I would like to shout out the people that I'm professionally affiliated with, be that Trade House Investment Group, BCF Investors, Money Train Investors, LLC, Beat the Odds Investors, and of course, a investment group that I helped found with my business partner, Jeremy Scott, Sage Investments. At Sage Investments is my personal business page and also my personal instagram is at jason scott the second uh, and the second would be the roman numeral two which would be two eyes so jason scott two eyes my name is jeremy scott i co-founded sage investments so you can find my business page at, at sage investments and my personal ig is at jay dot isaiah all right and all this would be in the show notes, it'll be under legendaryrelationship.com. I'll have all of their Instagrams, their websites, how to get in contact with these fabulous people that's been here on the panel. We greatly appreciate them. It's been wonderful. These young folks are going to have wonderful relationships. We know that because they're already studying and listening and learning. So that's the number one thing. I really, truly no, appreciate no, no. it. I, I want to say thank you. <laughs> I really want to say thank you for having us on. You know what? I really appreciate the the invitation to today's panel. I was able to grace this Zoom call with a lot of brilliant people. So it was a pleasure to see all of their brilliant faces as well as perspectives. And it really helps to shape how I feel and look at relationships now. So thank you for this invitation. All right. So that's another episode of Love and Beyond the I Do podcast. And remember, we're we're in in it it to win it. 
Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Loving Beyond the I Do Podcast. Head over to iTunes to subscribe and leave a review. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Legendary Relationship or visit our website at LegendaryRelationship.com. Till next time, remember to make every day count.